Today's passage is Hebrews chapter 3. Uh, you'll notice in Hebrews uh, a lot of therefores. Uh, and whenever we see the word therefore, we always ask, what is the therefore therefore? Uh, it is there to connect ideas together. In Hebrews chapter 2, uh, we saw the idea of Jesus being the propitiation, being the high priest. And in Hebrews 3, the extension of this idea saying, um, Jesus is the one who is appointed just as Moses was faithful in the house, in God's house. Now, it is extending the idea that if Jesus is the high priest in light of Moses, then what is he the priest of? Well, Moses was the builder of the tabernacle, but Jesus is the builder of the house of God. Uh, and this question of who has more honor, the builder or the house itself? And that's obvious, right? It is the builder. And verse six, and we are his house. Now we could take that as Paul sees as a metaphor, <clears throat> you know, of um, the uh, stones of the house, but we can also see it as uh, we are his house in that um, in ancient, in the Middle East, uh, a house would often refer not just to the building, but to the servants and to the family that lived in it. Uh, you see this in Game of Thrones. They call people like the house Tyrell and things like that. Uh, so we are his house is not just, you know, we are these inanimate objects, but we are the participants of what Jesus has done. And Indeed, if we hold fast our confidence and our boasting and our hope. So now, if we're the house of God and Jesus is the builder of that house, therefore, verse 7, the Holy Spirit says, hear his voice, right? Don't be like Moses' house, which again, wasn't just the tabernacle, but the people of Israel who uh, did not believe him and rebelled and then who therefore wandered. Verse 12, take care, brothers, lest any of you have an unbelieving heart. Now, we have to remember that the reason why they wandered for 40 years was not because of the golden calf. It wasn't the rebellion against God, for he forgave them through Moses. It was the fact that they did not have the faith to enter the promised land when Joshua and Caleb and the other 12 spies came back and reported good on the land. Um, and so, if indeed we hold our original confidence firm to the end, verse 14, we come to share in Christ, then heed that confidence all the way through. Uh, verse 16, for who uh, heard and yet rebelled, um, it was, right, these people. They saw God lead them out of Egypt. They heard the thunder at Mount Sinai. And yet when they got to the promised land, uh, they did not have that faith. Uh, <clears throat> and so they were unable to enter because of unbelief. And for us, too, uh, the author of Hebrews is proposing this, that if Jesus is building us into his house, if we are his kingdom, if he is the high priest and the prophet and the king, then that is something that isn't just a one-and-done sort of belief. Uh, there is a belief that is one-and-done in salvation, but in the sanctification work and you know, where he is leading us, God is granting us opportunities for increased faith. Uh, and, you know, this is something that I've talked to many people about, but just an encouragement today that faith is not this, is not simply this on or off switch. It's a dimmer um, that it turns on at the moment of salvation because we believe the truth of Jesus. But at the same time, we grow in that faith, in our confidence in that faith. Uh, I've given this analogy uh, many times, but I equate faith to glass. 
I have faith that glass is strong, so I put my Coca-Cola in it and I carry it in my backpack. And then I have faith that glass is strong, so I make my windshield out of it and I drive at 80 miles an hour. But then I go to the Grand Canyon and I see a glass bridge that goes over the Grand Canyon. Now, when I struggle with that glass bridge, is it that I have no faith in glass? No, I do. But there, my faith needs to grow. Um, and the only way to grow that faith is not to psych myself out or convince myself. Actually, the only way to go to grow in the faith of glass is to believe that it is strong and walk out on that bridge. And after walking on that bridge, then my faith has grown. And I think this is the same thing <clears throat> that we encounter here in Hebrews. Jesus is the builder of the house. He is the architect. He is placing this. Therefore, trust in him and trust uh, and believe and step out in faith. And so even today, I hope that in your prayers and your life today, um, the opportunities that God has for faith in those moments where you realize, I don't have enough faith, that that is a good realization, but the response is not to somehow meditate or kamehameha, right, like my own faith, uh, but it is to trust in God, to take a step out and allow him to provide, and that is how we build our faith.